Episode 25. You must follow up. Welcome to Monday Motivation. My name is Dickie Armour. I run a few different online businesses focused on domain names, funky cool email services, and brand licensing. I'm an author and a keynote speaker. I love life, I love people, and I love helping people. It's what drives me. Each week, I bring you motivation, inspiration, and business advice to help you make huge improvements to your business, your happiness, your success, and your life overall. Thanks so much for spending some of your valuable time with me today. Let's get started. I want to give you a few thoughts on follow-up strategies that might help you avoid falling into the same trap as a friend of mine did. He's a web designer and someone he knew and was in the same business network had asked him for a quote for a new website. I'll call him Bob. My friend, let's call him John, had followed up, but only once to check that Bob had got the quote. A few weeks later, my friend John didn't renew the membership to go to the business network, and he stopped going. He also failed to follow up with Bob. A few months later, John and Bob bumped into each other at a local event, and Bob went up to apologise to John. He explained that he'd got his website done by someone else because he forgot about John. John was no longer at the meetings and he didn't bother to follow up effectively with Bob. So it's so important that you follow up and you keep on following up until you get an answer one way or the other. I want to talk today about the three principles of effective follow-up. And the first one is the more you know about someone, the easier it is to follow up with them. Let's say you meet someone who could be a potential client at an event, but you spend all your time trying to impress them by using your clever elevator pitch and droning on about you and your business and how great you are. When it comes to getting back in touch later, how are you going to break the ice? You've got nothing to talk about. If instead you spend your time at the event asking about them and genuinely listening to them talk about their business, what they like, what's important to them, you'll have a whole database of stuff to contact them about. Provided, of course, you remember to write down everything while it's still fresh in your mind. I use a CRM system called Salesforce and I capture all that data under their contact details so I can reference it at a later date. The second principle of effective follow-up is to get back in touch quickly after your initial meeting. If you contact someone straight away after meeting them just to sincerely say thanks or remark on something you discussed, then later on when you want to get back in touch, it's easy just to call or email. But if you let weeks or months pass by without any follow-up, then it just feels embarrassing to finally get in touch only when you need something. And the other person will assume you're not interested in them or what they can do for you. It works similarly on LinkedIn as well. Whenever I connect with someone on LinkedIn, I try to send an immediate message to say hi and get a conversation going. It means that later on rekindling the conversation will be so much easier than if we'd never chatted. Also, when connecting with people for the first time on LinkedIn, don't just send out the bog-standard contact request. Edit the message and personalise it. Add something of relevance about them so they know you've taken the time to think about the connection request. 
The third principle is to keep in touch. Keep in touch even if there's no obvious reason. One of the secrets to good relationships in a business or in a marriage or a friendship is to talk even when there's nothing to talk about. Many of us aren't good at this kind of small talk. We worry that we should only contact someone if there's a real reason to do so or that the other person won't be interested in just friendly contact. But if you think about your close friends and colleagues, how often is what you talk about serious? Probably not a lot of the time. Small talk and casual contact is the oil that lubricates relationships. Of course you don't want to pester busy people, but don't feel that every time you contact someone it has to be with earth-shattering news or ground-breaking new insights. Call them and just ask them how they are and how's business, and then see how the conversations flow. And then finally, make follow-up a habit. The very best businessmen and women are systematic in their follow-up. They book dedicated slots in their schedules to carry out follow-up activities. They keep records on who they want to follow up with so they can recall what they're interested in and what's important to them. As always, I recommend using a CRM system such as Salesforce or Capsule or ActiveCampaign. These systems are brilliant if you use them well. You have to enter your contacts and customers into the system and then each time you call them, meet with them or email them, you add the history of what you said and that they said into the system. Then next time you decide to get in touch, you can see the whole history of what you discussed last time. The system reminds you when you need to follow up with them and of course you can log all the personal info like spouses, name, birthdays, hobbies, favourite sports, animals, pets and so on. But it doesn't have to be a fancy CRM system. One brilliant business developer I know keeps all his records on index cards or you could just use an Excel spreadsheet. Whatever system you use, the key is to regularly review the high-priority contacts in your database and find ways to keep in touch that add value to them. Send them relevant articles, preferably ones that you've written. Connect them to useful people. Invite them to events. Think of them when people ask for recommendations. I always like to contact customers when there's a news story that's relevant to their business or industry. Occasionally, I just phone for a chat and arrange to meet for a coffee. Sometimes all we just want to do is get out of the office for a bit. I'm a man of the 21st century. I now go on coffee mornings, once the domain of British housewives. I love to go for coffee with people, customers and potential customers, to get to know them better. Keep on keeping on with your follow-ups. I learned a long time ago that people don't take action straight away. We are all bombarded every day with emails from people we know and most of us don't read those emails. I'm guilty of not reading them, but occasionally I do and I take action. And it's the same for most people. Think about some of the emails you got last week. If you're like me, you'll have got loads. And whilst you may not have deleted them all, you won't have read most of them. I subscribe to lots of newsletters and one I get regularly is from Mike Geary, a fitness expert. I've been getting his emails for over four years now. Well, about a month ago, I got an email from him and this one was about a new range of supplements. It looked really interesting and I read the email, I clicked through to his website and I ended up spending about $40 on two months worth of vitamins. That's the first thing I bought from Mike in over four years. If he hadn't kept following up with emails to me, he wouldn't have made that sale. And I used to run evening social media workshops in Bristol. This was back in, I don't know, 2009. I would email my contacts each month to let them know about the forthcoming events. And many of them were people I'd see at business breakfast events. 
There was one gentleman, Derek Cleverden, who whenever I saw him, he would say, Oh, Dickie, I got your email, thank you, but I can't make this month, but do let me know when the next one is and I'll come along. Um, He was obviously Welsh. (laughs) Sorry about the bad accent. But this went on for months, and only because I kept following up and emailing Derek each time I was holding one of those evening workshops, eventually he got another one of my emails and he actually booked into one of my workshops. He paid £75 for the two hours, and after attending the workshop, he recommended two other people who came along the following month. So I got about £225 in income as a direct result of following up with Derek month after month. How much could you get by implementing an effective follow-up strategy? I promise you far more than you might think. Lots of people I speak to tell me that they worry about sending too many emails to their subscribers. They worry that they upset them or they might make them angry. They worry that they'll be hassling them. But actually, most people who receive your email won't read it. They may see it in their inbox and they may know, like and trust you, but also know that it's about your service, seminar, workshop, product, whatever. And because the timing is not quite right, they might simply ignore the email. I saw a great presentation at a marketing weekend a few years back and the guy on stage talked about the different times when people buy. You have to remember that people won't always be ready to buy when you approach them with your follow-ups. That doesn't mean you should stop following up with them. They may not even have seen your email and some people were replying saying that they're not interested and that they don't want to buy from you and that's fine. So even when people say no, you can still follow up with them. You would be best removing them from your current follow-up process and perhaps adding their details into a new list called No For Now People. Then you can send them an email or a letter or call them a couple of months later just to keep in touch and see how they are and how their business is doing. With my My Brand email business, we've had people say they think it's just a novelty niche product and they've said that they're not interested. But we did a deal with Chelsea Football Club a couple of years ago and two weeks ago they renewed the contract for two more years. We supply the email service to all of their fans. So if you go to chelseafcemail.com, chelseafcemail.com, you can see the website there and you can see the services we provide. And yet, prior to signing the deal with Chelsea, two different people at the club said that they weren't interested. They said no. If I hadn't continued to follow up with Chelsea FC, we would not now have one of the world's most successful football clubs as a client. You have to approach sales in your business with an open mind and never take the no's personally. As I often say, it's only ever a no for now. It's never a no forever. As long as you keep following up, you'll eventually win lots of the no's over to yeses. If you haven't yet played episode 23, Go For No, and episode 24, A Decent Sales Process, make sure they're the ones that you listen to next. They're perfect companions to this episode. So this week, please think about your sales and marketing plans and how you follow up with your potential customers. And start following up. Start doing what you said you're going to do. If you meet someone and they're interested in receiving more information from you, make sure you get back to them that day or worst case by the end of play the following day. And keep following up with your existing customers. Keep on following up and following up, and not just for a few weeks or months. Make this routine one of the things that you do every week, and I promise you, you'll see huge results. I hope you enjoyed this episode of my Monday Motivation Podcast. 
please do me a huge favor. Please go to iTunes and leave me a review and let me and others know what you think. I'd really appreciate it. You can connect with me everywhere on social media. I'm lucky with a name like mine. Just search for Dickie Armour and you'll find me. You can check out the links in the show notes too. Until next time, take care and thank you so much for listening. Dare to dream big dreams and go out and make it happen today and every day. Every day.